I want to preach on something that I haven't preached on before. It's just something that's been upon my heart for a certain number of weeks. And I believe it's for the church tonight. We are living in a time where people in the world need to know who Jesus is. People need to hear directly from His servants who Jesus is. Not who the, 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 son, the child of the devil would tell them, the ones that would try and deceive somebody. But they need to hear it from a child of God that has the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Hallelujah. I want to preach on this thought, the cry of the desperate. The cry of the desperate. There are so many voices in the world that differ in one way or another. From the day that we were born, all of us were given the voice to be able to communicate our needs to others. Even before a child is born, the unborn child is able to hear its mother's voice and recognize that it's his mother or her mother. After the baby is born, the mother also begins to recognize the differences in its cry, whether it's for food or needs to be changed or whether it has hurt itself. But there are also other voices in the world that cannot be heard through our natural ear. These voices belong to the broken and the wounded that live in this dark world. We have been saved. We have been brought out of darkness that we may declare His righteousness, His praises. Hallelujah, Jesus. These are the voices that need to, to, to be heard by someone need to be heard by someone that is in tune with the Spirit of God. The Word. Hallelujah, Jesus. I just love God. Just love God. Hallelujah. The word desperate in its fullness means the feeling or the showing of great despair and ready to do anything without worrying about the dangers and the consequences that may follow. A person having a great need or desire for something. Hallelujah. Somebody wanting something so badly that, they're not, that they are willing to do anything just to obtain it. When I sought the Lord for the baptism of the Holy Ghost some 14 years ago now, I wanted it badly. So badly that I was willing to pray and to fast and go after God for it. Four months I waited for it. And when I received the Holy Ghost, I jumped for joy. I jumped for joy, and it was around about here. I jumped for joy. I couldn't help it from that, that well that was springing up in my life. And there are people in the world today that need to have the same experience that you have today. Somebody needs to hear the gospel through you today. You are His hands. You are His feet. But they need to hear it from a child of God. The woman with the issue of blood showed great desperation in that she didn't care or worry about those that were around her. All that she wanted, the only thing that she wanted was to be healed of her plague and to be made well. There are so many in this world like this woman. They are desperate for, for something. They are desperate for a freedom that can only come through knowing the Lord Jesus Christ personally. The sin will offer you despair. It will offer you sin. But God will offer them eternal life just as He's offered you. 
Can you hear the cry of the desperate in this world when you walk down the street? God is desiring to use somebody. It must well be you and it must well be me. Why don't we get in tune with the Spirit of God and allow Him to use us for His glory? There are many that are, that are going to die by the wayside. There are many that are going to go into everlasting without God. Many have become so desperate that they don't care what happens to them. Why? Because all of their hope is gone. They have become restless to the point that they are willing to take any risk to fill the void that is in their life. Sadly, many just want to give up on life because they feel like nobody understands them. They feel rejected by today's society. Many are full of sickness and despair. But the Word of God tells me that Jesus didn't come for the righteous, but He came for the sinner. He came for the broken. He came for the battered that bear the scars of life. He came for us and He also came for them. But is there someone that is willing to rise up here tonight and to carry the gospel unto a desperate soul in need? Is somebody willing to get on their knees and intercede for someone to hear the cry of the desperate soul that's on the road that leads to hell? Praise God. I'm preaching from the very burden that is upon my heart tonight. I feel such an urgency in the spirit that we need to reach this city. There's over 2.2 million people in this city and we can reach at least one soul for Jesus. Somebody reached me by sharing the Word of God. You can meet somebody by sharing the good Word too. You have God living inside of you. You have the power you have been given the unction of His Spirit to be used by Him for His glory. I want to see this church bursting at its seams. God can do it. God can do it. God can do it. He can add to His church 121 day, 500 the next, 5,000. We don't serve an ordinary God, but we serve an extraordinary God that has all the power, that has all the authority in heaven and in earth. There's no one that compare to His power, His goodness. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He has overcome. He has overcome. He wears the victor's crown. No one else does but Jesus. All of us, if you've got the Holy Ghost tonight, all of us are ambassadors for Christ. We are His representatives. When I go to work in the morning, I can feel it in their voices. When I pray at home, I can feel my work colleagues hurting. I can feel they're in desperate despair and they're in the need of knowing who Jesus is. Church, it's not time to sit on your hands and not do anything. It's time to shake yourself and get on fire for Jesus and His kingdom. The Lord cometh from the, from the east and it will be in the twinkling of an eye. Who haven't you told? We need to rise up. 
We are a church of power. Don't allow the enemy to lie to you anymore. We can go through the fire. We can go through the flood. And we can overcome just like Jesus can. Many that we pass by every day are seeking after something that is greater than what this world has to offer. The world offers brokenness to the lost. Jesus is the one that offers completeness, a new life, a second chance. Some of us, including me tonight, I needed a second chance in life. And there are many in the world today that need a second chance in life. Why don't we share the Word of God with them that they may have it as well? The world offers sin and despair. Jesus offers forgiveness to all. This world offers death to those that don't know Jesus. Jesus offers eternal life to those that know Him. How will they know Him unless somebody tell them? Many don't know it yet, but I believe in 2016, by the end of this year, this church is going to double in size. In faith, I believe it. I prophesy in the name of Jesus tonight, this church is going to grow. There's nothing going to be able to stop it because Jesus has overcome. Jesus has won the victory. We don't need to stay down anymore, but we can rise up because we are a mighty army of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Every high thing must be pulled down. Every stronghold broken. Jesus is with us. Why be afraid? Hallelujah! Jesus. Many years ago, even before Jesus Christ was ever conceived in Mary's womb, God heard a cry come forth from those that were living in captivity. Hallelujah. The Egyptian taskmasters laid many lashes on the back of God's chosen. Pharaoh was getting his royal city built from a people that belonged to God. But they called God's elect slaves. We're not slaves. We have been set free. We're not in bonds anymore. If you've been born again, baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the glorious power of the Holy Ghost, you're free. He that the Son sets free is free indeed. You're not in bondage. You're not in captivity. Countless hours were spent under the blistering sun. Many lives were lost in making clay bricks and statues for an idol worshiper. But one day, God said, enough is enough. I have heard the cry of my people. I have heard the cry of the desperate. I have heard the cry of the desperate. I will send back my servant Moses to Egypt. He will go for me. He will flee my people from the sting of the taskmaster's whip. Moses didn't want to go back to Egypt, and neither would I. He was running for his life. He killed an Egyptian soldier. He buried him in the sand. He had to flee once Pharaoh found out what had happened. Would you want to go back? 
but he had to. Because that's God's plan. He had to go back to flee his people. And we need to flee, free those that are around us today. They need somebody that's willing to go back the first time, the second time, the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, the sixth time, the seventh time, the eighth time, the ninth time, the tenth time. And to God said, that's it, you're leaving Egypt. God is with us. God is with us. Praise the Lord. Someone will respond to that church invitation that you have put in their hands, church. I want to encourage. I want to stir our faith. We've been so well fed for so long. But there is a, there is a city called Perth waiting to hear the good word of God also. Will you go for the Lord Jesus Christ? Will you stand in the gap for somebody and declare the goodness and the mercies of God unto someone that is lost? Someone will respond to a Bible invitation that you have invited them to. Maybe they've said no for so long they don't want to know about God. But one day, they're going to respond and say, I accept that invitation. Why don't we just lift our hands and just worship the Lord just for a moment. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, you are worthy. We praise you, O oh God. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you, O oh God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Revival is coming. That's a direct promise from God. But it must start with us first. It must be a fire that begins to glow red from the furnace as it's fanned, as the flames go higher in the Holy Ghost. We can go forth in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to be a part of it. I don't want to miss out on what God's doing. I don't want to sit on my hands in the pew and not do anything. But I want God to use me. I want God to send me to someone. The burden that is upon my heart, I cannot tell you what it feels like. But it's like something in my heart that needs to get out. I need to tell someone about Jesus and the love that he has for them. Is somebody hearing me in this place tonight that's willing to be one of God's people? Willing to reach somebody that has a cry of desperation for something greater than this world has to offer. Hallelujah. This morning, Chelsea came down. God is so good. She came down and said, the projector upstairs isn't working. And I don't know what I'm going to do. So I went up there and nothing happened. And as you do when you're a, you're a man, you, you, you hit it a few times and hopefully something comes loose and it begins to work again. But she came down here tonight and she gave me something special. It's, uh, it's eatable. They're all different colors. It says, 
life saver. Life saver. You could save somebody's life through telling them about Jesus Christ. Never, never be afraid to tell somebody about Jesus Christ because you could just save their soul from going to hell. Hallelujah, Jesus. I want to encourage this church. I want to tell you what I feel in the Spirit of God as it moves upon me. Families are going to be restored. Families are going to be restored. Work colleagues will respond to your invitation. Hallelujah. School friends will become curious of this God that you serve. Hallelujah. Keep on believing, church. It's not time to give up. It's going to come to pass because God has heard the cry of His people. Hallelujah. Why don't we clap unto the Lord in victory tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Somebody will receive the revelation of who Jesus is. Maybe it may be your best friend. Somebody will give their life to Jesus. It could be your son. Somebody will repent of their sins for the first time. It could be your daughter. Can you hear the angels in heaven singing and rejoicing, saying hallelujah, write that name to the book of life. That's another soul for our God, our God who reigneth in forever. Somebody will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost for the first time. It could be your dad. It could be your uncle. Or it could even be your own mother. I look forward to the day that I put my mother down in the waters of baptism and her sins are washed away in the mighty name of Jesus because that's the all-powerful and saving name. No other name that has the power to cleanse us, to wash us from our sin. But will somebody also step out and hear the cry of the desperate for Jesus? Will somebody attend unto that soul that is, that is crying out for help? Hallelujah. Some 14 years ago, brother and sister Turkington shared the love of God with me. May the blessed Lord bless them richly. They heard my silent cry for help. My silent cry for help. Look around the world today, brothers and sisters. They don't have to come to you with loud voice, but their inward man is hurting in despair. They've been ripped apart by this world. This world has nothing to offer them. But you do, you have the love of God in you. Share it. Let it be shed abroad by the Holy Ghost. I remember them knocking on the door every Thursday night for a Bible study if my memory serves me right. Sometimes I would pretend I wasn't home and I would hide. That's what I'd do. 
Sometimes I didn't feel like sitting down and hearing somebody tell me about God. But I'm so glad that they took the time to tell me about Jesus. What a difference it made in my life. Only the Lord knows where I was spiritually. But when they shared the word of God to me, it was like something reaching down from heaven and grabbing this young man and lifting him up slowly and said, come on, you can do it. They didn't have to drive all the way from Maddington, all the way to Cannington, about 20 k's approximately. But they went because they heard the cry of a desperate soul that needed to know about Jesus. Hallelujah. Sister Antoinette, Brother Jonathan and Chi-Chi's mom, asked me one day to speak to her two boys about God. I was there for about an hour and a half speaking to Jonathan before Chi-Chi tried to sneak in the back door. But glory to God, I was sitting too close to the back door. So he couldn't sneak past me. He couldn't sneak past me. Hallelujah. Another hour went past and I told Chi-Chi that God had a plan for his life. That God was going to use him. To my surprise... My very surprise, the very first thing that came out of his mouth was, you're crazy. I'm crazy. I've been sitting here telling you about God, but I'm crazy. I know he didn't mean it because he gave me a hug later. So it was good. So much for making a good impression. I didn't have to go to their house, but I could have left after the first hour. But I wanted to be there because I wanted to make a difference in somebody's life. I shared with Cheech, he told him about the love of God and what God had done in my life. And there was even a more surprised look on his face. I wonder what he was thinking. You're even crazier than I first thought. Maybe he was thinking. Sister Antoinette was baptized in Jesus' name the week before. She received the gift of the Holy Ghost coming up out of the water. Chi-Chi and Jonathan were baptized on the following Sunday. Jonathan received the gift of the Holy Ghost coming up out of the water, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. Fiston received the gift of the Holy Ghost while sitting on my lounge during a home Bible study. And don't get me wrong, this is not about me, but it's about my desire that burns deep down within my soul. I want others to have what I didn't have when I was in the world. And that is, I did not have Jesus in my life until somebody shared the good word with me and made a difference in a soul that was crying out for help continually. Can you hear the cry of the desperate tonight? Hallelujah. Moses learned to play the guitar during home Bible studies. 35 received the gift of the Holy Ghost in the Philippines. Heaven rejoiced over 37 that repented and were baptized in Jesus' name for the forgiveness of sins. Seven of these were through home Bible studies. 
many of these precious souls were baptized in a blue 200 liter chemical drum because they were hungry for God. Not for me, but they wanted to hear something that a child of God had. And I've got a burden for souls. That is what the church is about. It is about souls. That's what Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. He did not come for the righteous, but He came for the broken, the sinner, those in despair, like I was. We have God with us, church. Hallelujah. 27 years, I was selfish. It was the me. But when God came into my life like a fly, things changed. I might not be the best speaker. I might not know the Bible as good as some other in this church. It doesn't matter. As long as I'm doing my best to serve God, that's all that matters. We can reach this city. We can make a difference in somebody's life if we really desire to. This is the city of Perth, I believe. Has anybody ever read this? Make a difference. We can make a difference. We may be a majority, but there's coming a day when God will send the rain upon the land. We need to be ready. We need to harvest. We need to labor so God can bring in the harvest into His house. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hopelessness can be changed into a life worth living for. Brokenness can be healed. Anger and bitterness can be silenced. Emptiness can be filled with love and joy. Someone can have their vessel filled for the first time. Oil can be applied to those that are bruised. Through His ascension into heaven, every desperate soul out there can now receive the gift of the Father. But they need someone to tell them. Someone to hear the cry of the desperate. Hallelujah, Jesus. Church, don't give up. Don't give up on your brother. Don't give up on your sister because God has heard the cry of His people's heart. Don't give up. There's coming a time. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 16, I'm nearly finished. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul, a great man of God. Acts chapter 16, verse 6, it says this. Now when they had gone throughout Pygra and the region of Galatalia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they came to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia. But the Spirit suffered them not. And they passing by Mysia came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night there stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him saying, come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately he endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly a gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Therefore, loosing from Troas, we came a straight course to Samothracia and the next day to Neapolis and from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia and a colony, and we were in that city abiding certain days. In the events leading up to this account, we see that there is some contention between Paul and Barnabas. 
Paul wants to go back to the churches that he has established on his first journey just to see how they were doing and to encourage them to continue in the faith. Barnabas wants to take John Mark with them, but Paul does not want Mark to accompany them on this second trip. Hallelujah. Because John Mark returned to Jerusalem after reaching Pamphylia and did not continue on the voyage that they started off on. The contention was so bad between Paul and Barnabas that they went their own separate ways. Barnabas traveled with John Mark to Cyprus. Paul traveled with Silas and returned to the churches where he first preached the gospel. This was the beginning of Paul's second missionary trip. Paul's second trip took Paul and Silas into Lystra. Here Paul found Timothy who would become a traveling companion and later a pastor. The scripture tells us that they were forbidden by the Holy Ghost to preach in Asia. They later came to Troas where Paul saw the vision and heard the cry for help. In response to the vision, they went to Philippi, the capital city in that region of Macedonia. Once Paul and Silas arrived in Philippi, they found some women down at the river where they were having a prayer meeting. Having a prayer meeting. I love to pray. Hallelujah. Paul ministered unto them where Lydia responded to the message that Paul preached. Through his ministry, find that Lydia and all her household were baptized just by Paul being in tune with the Spirit of God. Later on in that same chapter, we see the Philippian jailer and his entire household being baptized. In conclusion, as I have said from the very beginning, there are many voices in the world that are crying out for help. They don't know it, but they are seeking after Jesus of Nazareth. I want to make a difference in somebody's life. If, if you want to make a difference in somebody's life, I want you to stand. Because somebody took the time to make a difference in my life. They didn't have to, but they heard the cry of a desperate soul that needed to hear what Jesus had done for them. Paul could have disobeyed the voice of the Lord and went into Asia, but he did not. And that's all that matters. Rather, Paul chose to obey the voice of the Lord and went into Macedonia, where he saw the vision of the man crying out for help. If Paul did not see the vision of the man in Macedonia calling out for help, Paul would have never gone there to start with. Lydia and her entire household would never have been saved. The Philippian jailer would never have been saved. But Paul was in tune with the Spirit of God. He heard somebody crying out for help. Can you hear somebody crying out for help tonight? Can you hear your next door neighbor crying out for help hallelujah god is going to use someone it must well be you and it must well be me he's looking for someone to attend unto the cry of his people He's looking for someone that will hear the cry of the desperate. 
church, we can make a difference in this city. We can make a difference to everything. There is a season. Hallelujah. Can you hear the cry of your work colleague that you stand next to every day? Hallelujah. Can I have a musician, please? If the Lord is speaking to someone's heart here, and you want to make a difference in someone's life, I invite you to come and ask the Lord to lay a burden on your heart for that person. 2.2 million people in this city, we can reach one for Jesus. I pray for a man called Zosimo every day before I go to work. I hope soon and very soon that I have that opportunity to share with him. I can feel the Holy Ghost beginning to move through here. Hallelujah, Jesus. Help us, Lord, to feel your heartbeat for the lost of this world. Those that are crying out in desperation. Don't give up, church. Don't give up, church. Be encouraged because God has heard the cry of His people. Hallelujah, hallelujah.